wake and bake with the boys Pull out some weed and get high Dude smoking on the phone while Scotty's talking Way too long, got time to smoke one more Taking the message to the people now Keep smoking and growing and watching prohibition fall down What's up, guys? Hanging out in studio, man. Do a little grow talk today. Yeah, an extremely baked grow talk with I'm a very cool special guest. Moder- moderator, and I will keep these guys in line, dabbing the lemon G over there. But it yeah. changes you. It gives you a fucking permagrin, man. Oh, it's, yeah, it's well, uh, sure. Shout out Moby Dill, executive producer and special guest today. Thank oh, you, my shit. friend. DGC, what up, what up? And bringer of the dank, sir. <laughs> We do what we can. And bringer of the dank? Yes. All right. We'll see. I brought the dank today. <laughs> you did actually, man. I don't want to give uh uh I don't I don't want to I, I gotta give you credit, man. Dude, you brought the craziest fucking it. bud, man. Do we have a picture of that bud? Oh yeah, yeah, that's good. Hoopers. <laughs> Jesus, man. My, uh, we'll have some at the beautiful partying and hanging out. Let's yeah. see who's growing some freaking dank here. Besides over the on, dude, uh, man. Instagram, man. Come on, uh, doing it. We got uh dude, first don't off really always. Medican Man 575. I was looking at his setup here, man. Yes, sir. Basically says, so this is happening finally. Got a little time to myself. 31 beans getting inoculated and in straight H2O um, at Urban Natural. Oh, with Urban Natural. Each row contains the matching strains. And what we're looking at here is just his setup. Color-coded cups. I was pulling this out for Grow Talk because organization, keeping your shit straight. What's what? He's got all his labels laying out. Um, So beyond just, if you can throw color coordination in your game, beyond labeling and all that shit, you got to know what's what, man. It's a man with a plan right there. Well, he can pop in 31 beans. You want to keep that shit as organized. I mean, I don't know. I guess you're used to popping a bit more now and and So what is he inoculating with? Just mycorrhizae is a cool inoculation because as the the um, root comes out, it touches some mycorrhizae and it gets inoculated. So it's kind of cool stuff. Says it's an eco-friendly, broad-spectrum stimulative mycobial inoculant, sir. A polymicrobial. It's polymicrobial. I know one of those. The old <laughs> RC. Anyway, we also let's move on here to 420 Mac 420. 420 yes, Mac 420. Um, and he goes, he's just looking at a cool picture, man, in my happy place. And on IG, when somebody's throwing up their, you know, their mugshot, not literally, but, you know, face pic and whatnot, hanging out. I'm so used to just seeing all everybody's bragging with their flower. It's just true. to see homie hanging out in front of his tent. It's my happy Good place time. as well. I oh, dig yeah. it, man. Tom Mac or Tom Mac. 420 Mac 420. There you go. All right. Good shit. All right. Moving on, guys. Don't forget to come to the DGC Cup, man, this weekend. What's up? DGC Cup, if you're in town, hit up the Herbal Cure. We got 10% discount. Mention the DGC Cup. Oh, hell yeah. Get you hooked up. That was fucking cool, you guys, man. Thank you for that. Absolutely, yeah. Also, you guys had, uh, we could hit on that. What'd you guys recently get an award for? Most diverse selection of flower? Uh, Best selection of flower in Denver. The best of Denver through Westward. It's like a magazine, newspaper, whatever here in uh, Denver, and they do the best of every year. So, dude, we were bullshitting earlier about that, about saying, hey, because, you know, Talk about you do the commercial group. What do you call yourself? A com? Yeah, yeah. Cultivation <laughs> operations manager. Yep, yep. But the fact of some, you know, grows and this man. and that. I'm like, man, some people be shouting out, they're getting six pounds per light's my standard, man. That's what I can do. Um, and I was giving you guys respect. She's like, sure, but not when you're, you know, you guys are always trying to keep a fresh menu, right? And grow out a bunch of yeah, shit. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Being a small mom and pop shop, you know, we cater more to that boutique market, you know, and that's a smaller market in general. So, 
Uh, you know, that's something that we pride ourselves on is always having that variety and always trying to keep up with the new hot genetics and what's available. So just always trying to stay on top of that. That's our biggest thing. And, you know, I mean, we, you know, we smoke what we grow, so we take pride in what we do, you know. And there's a big difference between growing something for weight and growing something for quality. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can have and both. You, I don't you, think you can have utmost of the both. No, though. I don't you, know. You can have the best of the both worlds, but, you know, we also like to have a selection as well. So, you know, we're normally running, uh, excuse me, a strain of light. So, But there's not, see, when I say you can't give me your opinion, have the best of both. When you're growing, if you're growing a lot of weight, you have big buds, right? Big fucking huge buds. I always say the best quality. I don't always say, but more surface area when you, you know, once you break apart a huge flower, it's true. You don't have all the, you know, trikes on trikes in there in the center of a flower. I'm not saying it still doesn't have some resin and can't, won't get you high, et cetera. But I like more, you know, from what I see surface area for trikes to, to, to grow on. I do understand your point, man. What are you thinking? No, absolutely. I just, just like, you know, there's certain strains that we run like at the Herbal Cure, like go BioD Backcross or ChemDOG, and it'll grow like, I mean, if you, it's crazy how dense the weed grows and it tests at 35, 36% TH through and through, huh? Yeah. And it's, what's crazy, it's like that, you know, that pale old school kind of green look. So it's like, doesn't look like the most resinous plant, but it always just has like the craziest terpene profiles. That's and, the and lemon the G highest, trick, yeah. right? Yeah, the highest THC. If content. I whip out the lemon G, I just was looking at it last night. I'm about ran through it, but and just yeah, ugly. It looks yeah, it just yeah, looks it like never, some C grade, like whatever. Yep. So, yep. but it's but the, fabulous. Like, yeah, the flavor and 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 terpene the high profile. as well. Yeah, yeah, and the hash from it is next level. They coming. All right, man. Grow Talk today, bullshit and hang. Got a few Grow Talk questions. Uh, radical bags, man. I wanted to shout out over to Garden Gear Supply, guys. I'm using the radical bags. I'm definitely happier uh, than when I was using some fabric pots in the sense of cleanup, for one. Um, it's a UV-resistant coated. You can wash these things through and through, and they don't have the issue uh, that I would have with the air pots before when if you let it get too dry, you can't have watering issues, man. It likes to pour through those big-ass holes. Right. Um, they water in pretty uniformly. I am a hand watering professional uh and it works where's your badge it worked they work great man i was concerned about just all the water runoff going out right. too quick uh so keep that shit in mind when you want to pick up a bag that's going to last your ass years and years and years sure yeah, we, were just hang, we were just hanging out actually potsy weeder came over and was hanging out a little bit and the last thing he asked me was yo you mind if i get a couple of those radical bags he's digging them man hell yeah yeah nice all right, you about to spark spark that blunt or what? Oh man, I've been trying to I hang know with you... these backwoods with you. It's filled with the most delicious weed, but it's wrapped in a fucking tobacco leaf, man. You know, I don't know about that, man. Yeah, like somebody punching me in the back of the throat every time I take <laughs> that shit. I know. I heard Joe Rogan talking about him recently. He's like, you know, I've was, I was been smoking blunts lately, and he's like, I, I see why rappers are so aggressive. Kind of kind of hypes you up a little bit, you know, a that, little the, bit, little, little nicotine, man. Yeah, yeah, let you know you're alive. It's All right, speed. You sparked the blunt. I'm gonna pull over comment from YouTube here. Yes, Best growers comment from Fino. All right, we're going to go a little deep. We were talking about autoflower seeds. We were talking about before, um, you know, are these bad? What's going on? You know, and he throws a good opinion. In sure. Because there will never be an agency that can control your own personal needs. No, I know you might. Personal seed. Personal oh, seeds. Thank you. <laughs> or we'll throw needs in there. Maybe not. Maybe there is one of those. Freudian. They are too small, too vast, 
and in the hands of too many people to be discontinued and have auto flowers take over. Hang on. Misinformation. You can get people to, you don't have to, to take it out of their hands. You can just trick people into doing it very easily, man. You know, oh man, auto flowers are so cheap. There's no reason to grow your own now, man. Just you know, to, to, to keep your own okay. strains, man. You know, they're so good, man. Auto flowers is a new way. They'll always have them. Don't worry. Fino goes on here. Cannabis and conspiracies have long been partners. They have walked hand in hand all around the world. Yeah, well, that's because a secret group that controls the government makes the cannabis seeds, man. Uh, don't forget, it's just as easy to make your own autoflower seeds as photo regular seeds. Male cross female equals seeds. So, uh, what are you thinking? Yeah, yeah ruderalis. So you got to cross your whatever plant you're. Just with the ruderalis. Right. So, I mean, you certainly could do that. Weed. Because uh, it would be more likely that feminized seeds take a larger stronghold on the industry. They already dominate with plant, and I like this point, with plant counts popping, um, regulars put people at higher risk, meaning that's true, man. If I have a plant count I'm abiding by, I'm going to want, and I'm growing for myself, or sure. six females, yeah, for sure. There's definitely the- a place for feminized seed, absolutely. Um, and then going on to say, uh, many of us have had feminized seed hermy nightmares and won't touch them. But that's understood. Been I mean, everything has its has its you know advantages and disadvantages. You know, yeah, you get a better plant count, but you got a higher percentage of Hermes. Got an opinion there? Hermes autos feminized. Break it down, man. I mean, basically, it's like I've had her F ones Hermes on me as well. You know, um, so it's it just really d- just depends on the parents that you start with. If you start with strong genetics, then you're going to have strong children. Sure. If, you know, everybody's crossing bag seeds together. So a lot of that stuff, uh, you know, has that Hermie genetic in it already. So it's going to pass that along. to It hasn't been bred out yet. Yeah, yeah exactly. So everybody's a breeder these days, man. All right. Grow talk questions, man. Over yes, in dudegrows.com, guys. Appreciate it. We uh, getting some questions up. We'll be catching up a little more after the cup. But we got a lighting question in from D. Schultz and says, what's up crew? I'm a new follower of DDC. Found you guys about a month ago and really love what you guys are doing for the community and the world. Whoa, man. That's the big. world. I like it. Thank you, sir. <laughs> I recently started using just being Reach- all high. Recharge over my great white. So thank you, Scotty, for hey. the great product. All right, right on. Hope you enjoy that yeah, stuff. Now, this yeah. is where it makes questionable, maybe. I actually work in an operating room at a hospital, and for the past month, I've been benching to grow talk all day in my earbuds. So Whoa, that is just a trip, <laughs> man. <laughs> Paradigm shift. I think I approve, depending on what you do in the operating room. It's <laughs> got a light question here that I can't seem to make up my mind on. I'm currently setting up a new flower tent. Four by four. So I need some advice from the DGC crew. So four by four by what? Seven foot? Is that what 80 inches is? A little bit more, I think. Uh, No, that is about there. A little bit more, a little bit less, you know, something like that. Six ways from Sunday. (laughs) Don't do math. Can't make up my mind on the light I'm going to get. My budget is for around three to four bucks, uh, but I'd like to stay closer than 300. Also, power consumption is another factor, which is why I'm looking at a new light. I've been really looking into maybe running a Sun System 315. On a light mover. I don't know about that. It's a uh, four by four. Why are you going bigger? Or what? Yeah. So this no, is no, a four. No, no. I'm, oh, I'm no, just looking mover. at this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is a, this is a four by four by eighty inch tall tent, yeah, right? No, like Those it. are the measurements we got there. Yeah. Well, so no, no light mover. Needed. I don't think, no, no four like, by four is like plenty of thinking so far. Sure. I uh, would I would go with the hydro farm though because you can separate the ballast from the hood. Get it out of there. Exactly. Have the remote. It's just, yeah, I mean it's not a ton of extra heat, but it's a good know, point though. Yeah, yeah, it always just helps. And plus, I, wait. So what are our choices here? Cheap. Hang on. What are our choices? Everything in the world, if you're within this budget. Let me so, finish I'll, reading it. Yeah. Here. Okay. Um, because I'm worried about heat enough because it's uh 
warm and humid in the Prohibition state of North Carolina. So I'm leaning towards a 315 um, with a remote ballast, he's saying, a prism remote ballast. Uh, thinking of running the ballast outside the tent like you were just suggesting, um, but I'm actually not I'm actually not totally sure. I also have been looking really hard at a quantum bad boy, T5. That's <laughs> funny as well, what? Name it bad boy. I would buy not buy it just for the name. <laughs> with the power of edge bulbs. I'm switching from a 400 watt metal halide HPS, which I know is really small light compared to what all you guys run, but I've gotten decent yields with my old school 400 with a magnetic ballast on a light mover. So we already might have this light mover. I mean, if you already got it, no harm. Um, but I think it's time to jump to some new tech. Keep in mind, I must stay low key due to my location. So first thing I'm going to say, due to this budget, he wants to stay close to 300, right? Okay. And I don't know what his habits have been growing with that 400. We always said those magnetic ballasts, if sometimes if it ain't broke, don't fix it. How often has he changed the bulb on that? And what's he using? Has he tried a fresh Hortolux in there? True. You know, I'm just going with the cheapest what he oh, has absolutely. option. I mean, my biggest concern is uh, I would use that money to purchase an AC before I bought a new light if you don't already have one. Climate control, man. Yeah, that... <clears throat> Excuse me, that 400 water is going to bang out for you. But uh, as long as your environment's styled in, then you're going to really see the results. Yeah, even think about just a CO2 system. He spends 250 bucks and gets a CO2 tank and regulator and all that and puts it in a 4x4 four four yeah, with but a dual hose you, AC. you got to have it dialed in first, you know, because with a, with a tent, you'll go through a tank in about a week, you know. So if you don't have a place where you can swap that out easily. Like, right, right. Know, yeah, well, that's true. He's in Prohibition land. I forgot, yeah, man. So it makes it a little bit harder. you got to go to the welding store and shit. And they're like, why is this motherfucker? Oh, dude, so I used to do that too. so bad. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? They like just fucking thing. knew. They just fucking knew, That's man. a good point, though. If he has heat problems, go AC. Nothing wrong with running. I mean, you call it old technology, but yeah. If you, I would replace no, that with a fresh bulb yeah, hell yeah, every six months. Um, and, it, you know, it just I'll make sure your environment is totally dialed in. So and let us know what you do. It's hard to recommend some other LED. I mean, that's really at the bottom of, the, of anything that we've been working with recommending $300 for something in a four by four. Yeah, I don't and, know. And, and I mean, as far as that, you're going to sacrifice yield on that wattage. If you're only trying to spend 300 on an LED, you know, they're going to be yeah. great and you're going to get good quality, but you're going to sacrifice that yield. So honestly, I would just 300 by a nice bulb. And if you don't have an AC, I would look at purchasing like a nice little, little window ac and cut a hole in that tent dude because that's going to make you way more money and you can buy another fucking tent yep or even one of those dual hose portables a lot of times you get them for a couple hundred bucks yep yep if you do get a dual hose dual, dual, dual hose, hose man. ac clock man. into hose yeah <laughs> don't just be that dual person hose. i always you know people like so i got my tent <laughs> in my room that. and i hooked up my ac to it and now the room's just hot as fuck like you got to get rid of the heat that? that that ac creates yes so don't forget you can't just dump your ac into your room where your tent is or yeah you gotta gotta get it out of the house that's true all right man we're gonna grow uh into the next grow question yes with jimmy three green thumbs Good. All right, Jimmy, three green thumbs. Man. <laughs> First off, this is a great show. New grower with no shortage of questions. All right. About six weeks from seeds, six weeks in with 61 gallon pots. All right. Growing it out. Yes. With thriving this. thirsty seedlings of a small portable RO filter. And you can imagine I've learned how slow filtering 10 gallons of water is. How come he's uh, ROing? Uh, let's see. I was wondering that if I'm getting zero PPM water, you know, that's what you get out of your RO, out of the blue line, and 130 PPM out of the waste line, which right there, it's telling me something. What exactly makes up that 130 PPM in wastewater? Um, it seems awful to uh, wasteful pitch that water um, could be used for something. So... No, I drink that shit. No, I mean, it's just filtered water, so it's probably just calcium and magnesium. That's yeah. low as shit PPM, though. 
a carbon and sediment filter, so it's going to take out any like chlorine, chloramines. So, so what my math tells me, we people use an RO water to either, either for whatever reason they desire, almost a single or math zero Math tells me you should pass that joint, motherfucker. Hold on. <laughs> You're just talking shit about the blunt, man. <laughs> Getting cocky in the Rockies. <laughs> Look, if he has zero PPM water out his use line, Right, and there's 130 ppm in his waistline. That means his water came off the tap or the source at 130 ppm. Correct? No more than that, because it already ran through the. So the the wastewater's already run through two filters. So there's some residual left in the filters. You're saying? Exactly. I didn't think 130 ppm was hot. I'm not a pro for wastewater. I don't know what wastewater ppm should be at. No, I mean you got to think like our Colorado tap water. They say is gangster, and what that shit runs around like anywhere from 100 to 170, depending on where you are. Yeah. Which is not worth filtering. Like you guys don't. You guys don't filter shit i mean i run ro but it's just to dial know exactly what i put in my water so you guys do ro all your stuff just to have know exactly where your ppms are with your inputs yeah exactly you know you're able to control it i fucking hate ro i tried to do ro at well water one time and it was such a pain in the ass there was so much water that was rejected there was so much uh wasted water oh i started just using the well water and dialed that in for my newts if you can make it work for you do by all means fuck yeah it works but yeah yeah if you can always use a filter it's gonna help so you're strictly doing it as a grower, you guys are willing to run because you run big tanks of shit. Yeah, just well, to know your starting point. Chance. Well, yeah, just to know your starting point. Yeah, absolutely. Because yep. I mean, I agree. You, you whatever yes. amount of PPM there, you're not positive. We go on in the, some people in the comments of soup. You know, he's like our maestro on the wastewater. Oh, check out the doggy here. It's pretty. He's like, what you looking at, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> kind of looks like your hound, maybe. Hell yeah. Uh, no, the seedlings look good though. Beautiful, beautiful, yeah, yeah, nice absolutely work. beautiful. He's hopping them, nice mm-hmm. training to them. I like it. Um, Maestro says, unless your source of water is over 300 ppm, I wouldn't personally bother with RO. If you need a filter or not, will depend on whether you're city water or well water. City water can have harmful chemicals like chloramines that require carbon filtration to remove. Well water is typically pretty good, and the minerals in your water depend on the source, uh, mainly calcium and trace elements like iron. So truly, a water test needed to know. Um, That's true, and you also got to think, too, it's going to change with the seasons, you know, because let's say you got more leaves falling in in your water supply over... The water supply does change. Yeah, yeah, so that's going to vary what's in your water. So it's just like using, hey, like I use a, a blended peat mix, you know, and I like some... Or I use an inert media, right? Like I use Tuper, it has nothing in it because I can control what I put in it. Right. It's the same concept, you know. Sure. No, I remember. 100% control indoors, yeah, absolutely. man. Absolutely. And and I like RO water when I flush, too. I, I notice the plants start to uh, accept that a lot quicker. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes people are on uh, point so much with water source. And I worked actually out at a store in Boulder when I did retail. Like one day, like over, because I could get course over a week. Everybody's pH pen problem, man. P, but fucking pens off, pens. Off. And it's because the water source had changed. The pH right. of the water source, and it was, yep, yep. Yeah, was so just being lazy. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this you is that little check mark. That motherfucker should be good. What time is it, man? What Fuck up. yeah. Oh, sure. <laughs> That's what I'm it. saying, yep, man. Yep. All right. Uh, sorry, got? Guru. I'm going a little out of order here on Let's the on the questions. Uh, are you on mic, Guru? Yeah, I'm mic'd up. Okay, just seeing if you're still there, homie. <laughs> Mike Chuck. Snorfing derbs, man. I li- dude, I love it. Snorfing derbs on Instagram. Hashtag Dude Grow Show. Show, and he goes, my bedroom is about to become a flower room. Yeah. Trellis went on today. Veg them a little longer than I want to do. Flipping a flower tomorrow. Um, I just wanted to show through this picture that uh, 
this is where you you know a good point to start a trellis. You're going to need more than one trellis. But you know just, what? Yeah. I used to love that point, and I would spread them out, man. I would take them and spread them as wide as I could, oh. man. And uh, you could really take that and just spread those out a little bit further and fill up your whole trellis, yeah. and then you'll see it'll all fill up. That whole canopy yeah, will fill up. A, yeah, branch per square. And I did yeah, notice one branch per square is exactly what you want to do. One big giant budding site on a branch per square. Fill out that footprint, yeah. And snorfing derbs. I did want to comment. You said you did vet a little long and I, I like your one last though, picture nice. here I mean you don't need to grow that much stock you lollipop these up and clean them up good and I get it but I, I just on this picture it's like I've heard growers comment we're looking at like three feet of the nutrient three and has to move stalk. up there so now yeah. that nutrient has to go from the roots and then travel all the way up there so the shorter like I'm looking at the one on the right hand side that looks nice it's yeah a little bit yeah. shorter a little bit beefier only maybe a foot and a half or two of, of just pure um and I don't know what we've seen some interesting techniques out at the facility though this is nice though man I mean compliments yeah, man you know, it's the way it should look. Growing and home grows two different things for me. Like I personally wait till I have to water the plant every three days before I flip it because then I know the root zone is there. You know. So give me a little. I mean, you grow dank weed, man. So what are you saying? You're saying uh, you like to really let your root zone dry out between waterings? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I just like to know that it's fully established before I flip them over to flower because if you don't have that root zone, you're not going to get those yields. That oh yeah, for, you yeah, know? that's so. a fact. If I'm not water, you know, if the plant can go every seven days without drinking, it's not really ready to be flipped, you know. So I personally try to wait till like three days before, you know. So deal. You know, if I'm watering them every three days, then I'll flip them. All right, man. What's St. Skinny got to say, man? St. Skinny? St. Skinny says, hey, guys and gals. Uh, oh, shit. I got to tell. How do you aerate your tea? <laughs> you don't use tea. You would say I use the RC. The, you know. the recharge, sure. But yeah, I mean, you can absolutely air it. What does he want to know? Hey, guys and gals, I'll just I finish up my morning coffee. The life, dude, be careful. <laughs> so it's Ooh. time to make the girls their morning tea. I was thinking about it and I wanted to pop in and ask the crew what they use as aeration method and when they make tea. Does anyone use a microbulator? Microbulator? I don't know. Micro, Vortex brewer, later. level shit. Ventry water pump or waterfall method. Uh, I'm considering a purpose-made brewer as my next project. So come on, uh, fam, bam. Help me out with some ideas and inspiration. Growers love. All right, let's see here. Because PS student Scotty, you both look very pretty with your new lighting. Pretty? Wait, dude Damn. got new lighting too, right? Or did Scotty just get a new camera? <laughs> uh, no, you're on it, man. You're on hey, it. As long as we're pretty, all right. Oh, yeah. We are upping the game when the new cameras and after the cup quality should be up. <laughs> yes, sir. Rhyme. anyway, uh, I wanted a soup, man. He had. I've I've never really made much teas. The most I've ever done with a tea is put a bunch of water in a five gallon fill right. five gallon bucket. Literally just Let's, throw three handfuls. Sure. I didn't put it in its you know a nylon or anything of worm in there and put a bubbler in there overnight. Well, and actually worked these forever. Right. But Guru, hop on and help us out because I think you know something about the airlift and all that I want to know about the bubble size. I've used a waterfall before, which is just really simple. You just take a pump and you run, you're just trying to get the water to touch it, to have a lot of surface area and touch the oxygen or get oxygenated through surface area. It's like a two to one ratio, I believe. That's what you want. (laughs) 2.5, man. 2.35. You know, it's just good to get it, get it exposed, you know, to to the air. So you can also do that with air stones. And I will just give a little tip because I'm from Florida. I bought, I used to do, uh, you know, bubble 
hydroponics or deep water culture and air stones, you can lose a lot of money. If you just have to throw out air stones, they like to get clogged when you're doing compost teas. So you can actually get ones from the aquarium store that are made out of, I want to say it's glass, some kind of silica. And uh, you can actually wash them in pool acid. You can yeah, go to the yeah, pool store and get no, muriatic no, no, no. acid. Soak them in uh, H2O2, 35% hydrogen peroxide. That you ever get that on your skin? I'd rather oh, yeah, get the pool acid on my skin, that man. bleach you real good. Yeah, the hydrogen peroxide will actually fucking fuck around, eat through yeah. your skin. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the pool acid, you can at least put a little bit of water so on it. Are you asking Guru to hop in here? <laughs> I was just wanted to know. So the, those are a couple things. So you got the air stones. And what's up with the airlift brewer? Tell me about that. That's just using, I mean, it's a really simple piece of piping and an air pump to make a basically siphon funnel that pulls it up and uh, breaks the surface tension, makes a ton of surface area in the funnel, and then drops it at the top. So Look it's the stirring, it's, it's stirring, mixing. Yeah, I'll throw a picture up. Okay, it's so stirring, it's using an it's, air pump. It's, it's stirring and mixing and adding dissolved it, oxygen. And a lot of aeration. Mm -hmm. That actually looks like a, a very cleaning. Is, is that a lot of cleaning? Yeah, you really? Gotta clean all those tubes out. They get all funky. This Hell is yeah. from Soup. Soup says this is what his looks like here. Um, I mean, it's pretty big orifices. Yeah, that, that don't look too bad to me, man. I even change the tube every now and again or soak it in yeah, some uh, plastic. Saying, by all means. Right. I'm thinking about the uh, the air stones, the 70 air stones that I would have to clean all the time, soak yeah, in acid. What a pain bad. in the ass, oh, man. Yeah. That looks way better. So, yeah, I, I, I recommend uh, looking into it. I know there's a lot of talk with bubble size. We, we actually, on the show back in the day, we had that uh, one product that's act, it's used in uh, fish, the fish wells on like sure, gas boats sure. and shit like that. And made a really tiny bubble size. Micro, right? sure. micro bubble size, which they were claiming that it oxygenates the water way better than. Well, that. as the bubbles go up, they get bigger. So the more bubbles, the better, I would imagine. Yeah, okay. Regardless, it'll put you on the spot. Who's slinging recharge? Anybody? Scotty? Guru? Oh, a guru. Hydro Come Capital on, and Warren, Michigan. Cultivate yeah. Denver, Colorado. Boom. All right. I love them both, man. On Thank you very much. Oh, nice. Nice. Fuck around. All right. Where are we rolling? How are we doing here, man? Do I have any more grow talk today or do we got it just past 420 for this recording session? Oh, yeah. It was 420 a long time ago, homie. Um, we just <laughs> uh, showed up. We got the uh, recharge check-in. I think we're going to just put it in the bag with some shout-outs and uh, hope we see everybody we can this upcoming weekend for the Cup. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, yeah check looking it. forward to meeting everybody. Absolutely. It'll be a good time. Absolutely. Check man. out Moby Dill on Instagram. No? Moby Dill 420. Moby Dill 420. CEO, the Herbal Crew 420. Come check us out. 985 South Logan Street's a location. We're uh, recreational and medical, so... Come on down. Bring some bring some cash to the cup. I know uh, Brothers Grimm. We got, uh, who else we got hanging out? We were just talking to a homie on the ethos way up here. Ethos Genetics. I think ethos, ethos might be around. It's Dungeon Vault. So some opportunities to pick up on some genetics for sure. DGC Gear's in officially, man. Hats and shirts as well. New, fresh gear, new designs blow you away. A lot of probably people want to bring you like weed and bongs, but just bring your cash. That too. Yeah. Hey, just give people a heads up, man. That was my George Bush invitation, man. No? I'm going to miss Ripster this year. It's not going to be the same. Yeah. Shout out, yes. Ripster. Yeah. Nothing but love, brother. All right, guys. We're going to put in the bag with some shout outs here. I'm going to give it up to <sighs> Illicit LLC. Whoa. Uh-oh. <laughs> See what God just did? All right. Been drinking again. All right. Troy Thomas. All right. Gally Grown, DGC, and Kyle Heyman. Nice. <laughs> Dub 51 and Cookie Heavy. Argy Max. Argy Max, an old school fool. <laughs> and Hobbs Farm 420 and Phantom Glass Creations. All right. Yeah, 
Holler. All right, guys. Much love, DGC. We'll be back. Hanging out soon. Regular schedule. Uh, Growers Roundtable. Friday. No, I'm not sure. I believe that got... Uh, I don't know, man. The Whatever. We'll flight be got hanging canceled, out. So we'll figure it we're out. Gonna go we're going to go live on IG, man. Yeah, uh, we're live partying. on YouTube. We'll be partying Friday. I just want to say sure. go live. All right, peace out, guys. Take it easy. Some people love to blaze up the tank. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And when the boss says is to take a little break, that means we're lighting up a tune. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep a good buzz on, on, on. It's just weed. It's just weed. In my toolbox, there's a bone. Some people start their day off with a pill. It's what the doctor says to do. They shake their heads at natural medicine. Go ahead and try something new. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the good vibes on. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to smoke it out in Just look at how he's being paid